Hello, Internet. Welcome to episode 221 of AWSM Comedy Radio, where we interview different actors, writers, celebrities, and more. Tonight we have a special guest, Elizabeth Hatton. We'll talk about her later, and they're going to play a really stupid game. Radio. Damn, that was good! Hello, welcome to AW Episode Radio, Logic episode FM. something, uh, season something, right? season, season 29. 25. This is our 25th season. 25th wow. season. Well, just this, yeah. we decided, yeah, right on the Thank you guys. Thanks, we, everybody. That means a lot. It, t- it, it took a long time to get Almost been doing this as long as The Simpsons. The last episode, <laughs> the last episode was, I think, it's season like nine. But we just do whatever we want. So now we're on season 25. Yeah. So there's all these hidden episodes which will never be released. Just like Leonard Part 6, that movie with <laughs> Bill Cosby. The, so there was never uh, f- Leonard 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. They just released a movie yeah. called Leonard Part 6. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> all right. So Elizabeth Hatton is our special guest tonight. We're going to talk to her Hello. in just a little bit. But now it's time for my favorite segment that we've ever done, ever. Now it's time for a Tom Post. Everything's better when Tom posts. Everything's better when Tom posts. Like compost. This one's a doozy. All right. So, premise of a Tom Post is I... <laughs> no, no, you need to set this up. I need to set it up. I, set it up. I, I, set it up and knock it out. That's right. Yeah. That's right, Nick. Because yeah. one time I didn't set it up and it was a disaster. Yeah. So this time I'm setting yeah, it up. Yeah, I love the love and support here. Knock it out, Tom. The premise of a Tom post is I sell things on the internet. And this is my the, the ad that I'm going to post on Craigslist. It's so, time to land. Oh, you stop right. flying away. You haven't done it yet? You haven't posted it yet? I thought... No, I, I always... Actually, I, I probably won't post this on Craigslist. Probably. Because I forget. I'm lazy. <laughs> okay. But the idea is I'm going to post this on Craigslist. All right. So, body parts for sale. Are you aching for a new ankle? Having trouble trying to find the trustiest teeth? Can't carry on with your old carotids? Then come to me for all your body part replacement needs. A friend of mine sold his kidney for $1,000, and that gave me an idea. I'm selling my body parts at reasonable prices. That's right. Now you can buy an arm and a leg without it costing you very much at all. (laughs) These prices are so low, you'll think I lost my mind. But I didn't. I sold it. (laughs) And I know what you're saying. Tom, this is dangerous. Well, I'm not listening to your warnings. Because I sold my ears, too. (laughs) So come buy my terrific tendons, my hearty heart, or some fingernail clippings. Or if it's hair you need, well, I can't help you there. (laughs) But I've got plenty of scalp. You've tried the rest. Now try my chest. (laughs) Everything's better when Tom. Oh, that was the end. Everything's better when Tom posts. End with a bang. (laughs) Well, Tom's chest always has a really big bang. I don't know where I'm going with this joke. (laughs) So Tom's chest. Let's workshop this together, shall we? Yeah, let's workshop it right now because that's what matters. Bang my chest. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever? Have you ever done a chest bump with another man? Of course. Yeah. I did that to confuse one of my heterosexual friends. Because uh, he was walking into the bar, and I was like, uh, I want you to play uh, his entry music. And they were like, what's his entry music? And I was like, I don't know. Play uh, 
that song by Lens, uh, "Still My Sunshine," uh, which I, which Wait, I knew he needed. Right? Uh, Len, Lens, whatever. You just talked about body parts. But he walked into the bar, and I just made someone play that song, and then I got as broy with him as I could, and walked up, and I was like, "What's up, man? What are you doing? Did you catch the game?" And like, gave him a chest bump, and he looked so confused. Yeah, it was so great. Elizabeth, what is the most confusing <laughs> moment in your life that you can remember? Segway. The most confusing moment in my life. Yeah, let's go there. Oh my gosh. Or just like a random confusing moment at work or at school or in an interview where you just felt dumbfounded. Yeah, but if it's not the most confusing moment, we'll know. We, I, I will. <laughs> Look at all these gadgets around here. One we of these <laughs> things definitely reads confusion levels. Mm-hmm. I, I think. Smell a lie. <laughs> The smell a lie. The smell a lie. Um, Trump getting elected, honestly, is probably right. the most confusing. Thing. So confusing. So Back confusing. To issues. That and that and religion, <laughs> like those two things, like those. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's just delve into the politics. So, Rory Moore, no more. We Rory talked about Moore? that. Well, whatever his name. I don't Roy. care about that person. I said Rory. You just said Rory again. <laughs> Roy. Okay, that was, was right. Roy. It's like rural juror. I am from Tennessee. <laughs> I'm from Tennessee, and if I need a pen to write some down, I need a pen. You know what I need? You don't need to correct me and say, it's a pen. It's a pen. I'm from Britain. Okay, we got some support in the audience. <laughs> support in the audience. But yeah, I mean, we talked about fear earlier, and like, I think that that's just part of what we have to deal with in America right now is to know that there is going to be this ongoing fear and sense of hopelessness and how do we get out of this and what is the next step and we can't get bogged down by fear because we shouldn't allow it to control us. We should be able to grab it and use it like a sled and get those reindeer going so that we get to the next house to drop off the next gifts and continue to make people happy and and feel loved. So it's Christmas time too. Yes, it is Christmas time. <laughs> and if you can't tell, I am in the fucking spirit. I put up a tree. I put up a tree for the he was first so time. So proud of his tree. In three years, uh, not because I believe in like uh, anything other than how pretty trees can be if you decorate them. And I like that. So, tell me a little bit about this hopeful blooming tree of a foundation that you want to tackle in the next. 10 to 20 years of your life because I think that's a beautiful goal and I like that you said that in the previous episode with 220 when Patrick was on I like how you said that you were taking it slow because I feel like as Americans we feel like oh everything has to be now everything has to be now fast 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 it doesn't always work that way so talk to me about your process Uh, well I I had started writing a proposal for a foundation uh, last year and uh, I had been thinking about it for a really long time. I did community work when I was a teenager um, on the south and west sides of Chicago. And it's always been something that's been there, always in the back of my mind. And when I moved back to Chicago for school, um, it just kind of really came back to me, especially after I graduated. So I was thinking about, um, I was I was very privileged to go to a great school, to an art school, and we had world-class facilities. And uh, I taught there for a middle school fashion class last year. And then immediately following that, um, I taught at the Boys and Girls Club. And the contrast between the resources and the management and 
night and day. It was just completely, it was, it was insane. And even the size of the class that I had, um, and the support that I had behind me was completely different. And, um, I currently live, um, on the South side. I live in South shore and, uh, I slowly moved that way in the last year through a lot of different places. <laughs> um, but I positioned myself there so that I could become part of the community and, um, I think what happens with a lot of foundations is there's assumptions that happen that are just not true. And so uh, they falter because they're set up too quickly. They get a lot of fanfare. Um, they get a lot of funding immediately and a lot of fundraising. And there's a lot of uh, energy that goes into that initial, yeah, burst. initial burst. And then uh, the reality sinks in that, you know, people who need help, they they need help. I mean, this is not this is not about having a gala every year it really isn't you know it's uh it's about what i want to do is to bring those facilities to people in those neighborhoods um and enable people to stay and live there with world-class facilities as community centers that they can use Uh, a lot of places like the boys and girls club are are wonderful for what they function as Mm -hmm. which is to keep kids safe off the streets right but um but I want to do more than that. And I think it's very possible to create these um, places of learning that um, will help kids who are not getting necessary and also to train teachers. And I mean, there's a whole lot of programs I want to run through that where I want to kind of help people empower themselves. And um, eventually I want the foundation to be taken over by people that live in the community. I don't plan on being um, the head of the foundation for very long and maybe for a decade or so just to make sure that people get trained properly. And um, and that you have the right person to take over exactly. when, it, when it comes time. Or to right people yeah. um, and build, um, you know, a network of um, checks and balances for people. And eventually I want, uh, there to be kind of an exchange program because I think one of the things that Trump did that um, or I, I should say he revealed uh, the election revealed uh, the ugliness that's actually underlying in a lot of people and that um, someone referred to it once as uh, turning the rock over yeah and seeing what's underneath and, seeing what's underneath. and um, so the the polarization that's happening in our country right now um it's a lot about misunderstanding, um, I feel. And so what I want, ideally, what I want these programs to do is uh, I want to build an exchange program with uh, rural and urban communities. So people from rural Illinois would come to Chicago and an exchange program with, you know, uh, somebody from Englewood or Woodlawn or um, just, you know, anywhere in the, in, or anywhere in the city, um, and maybe it's a group of people from all the different neighborhoods in Chicago that go into this one community in, you know, Wisconsin or, or wherever. And um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's kind of the end goal is to be able to try to bring understanding um, in a safe way. And it's, it's going to take a lot of work because it really has to be thought through. Yeah. But um, that's kind of the long haul. Oh, Elizabeth, you're such a beautiful person. Like, let's give her a round of applause because I I remember you at one of our previous recordings, and I I don't know what your belief system is or if you have one or whatever, but this reminded me of a story that happened to me on Saturday because uh, 
I've only been to the South Side a couple of times, and uh, I don't remember which specific neighborhood that I was in, but I just remember the energy being very different, just extremely different. And because prior to the show, I shared with you like the the experience that I, I shared with most of you the experience like walking outside of Nixon Wilson seeing these two guys hop out with AK-47 assault rifles and having to go back inside of the bar like that just happened a week ago. This is a crazy story that you basically mentioned briefly in the last episode, but now you're giving more information here. Uh, Yeah, that's that's what happened. Right, but that's not... Because I don't want to dwell on something that scary that happened, but I got into an Uber. With, because I'm a teacher also, I work with children uh, through a performing arts program, and I got into an Uber, and she was like, Mr. Nick. And it was a mom whose children had started in the program uh, about was Uber three, driver? yes, was wow. my Uber driver. And I hadn't seen her in about three years. And we just, like, we just got to shoot in the shit. Like, I was saying the word shit, and she was saying, you know, we were like being adults, like, not censored like corporate thoughts. So when I told her this story, she was like, mm-hmm, I live on the South side. And it was such a reality to me that something that I've encountered two or three times living in Chicago over the course of 10 years, they encounter on a regular basis. And it was just, it was a jarring reality yeah. to think we, we have created this. We've created pockets and like, pockets of poverty where children grow up in poor neighborhoods, they go to poorly funded schools, they get an undervalued education and have to deal with all of their peers that are also dealing mm-hmm. with these fear-driven and, and hate-driven senses of what's going on around you and how that affects the neighborhood and how that affects the job that they get. And it just perpetuates itself. And we've right. allowed it to happen. We've allowed it to happen. Um, and I think what you're doing is wonderful, and I hope that there are more people that step up to the ranks and start doing what should have been done 30 to 40 to 50 years ago, and that we get out of this, because we can. Because the last little note that I that I want to share with like kids, I play this game with kids called The Emotional Slate, where they have to introduce themselves in a very neutral way, and then they have to perform the slate doing an emotion. Like they, you know, like oh, cold, or like angry, or uh, jealous, or happy, and so one day, one kid, and I'd never had a kid call out hate to be on the board, but I was teaching them how to play opposites because someone was like love, and then someone was like hate, and so when that little kid had to come up and perform their emotional slate as as someone in an emotional state of hate, they were like. My name is this, and I am this year's old, and I am... And I just had a revelation where it reminded me that that's not something that's intrinsic to our nature. It's something that we're taught. We're either taught in our schools or from given circumstances or from whatever surroundings we encounter. We're taught to hate. It's not innate to our being a human. And so, and it's almost always based in fear. I mean, yeah. it goes back to that. You it, know, this, it goes back to that, and yeah. it is it is full cycle. Speaking of full cycle, I got really heavy. I'm sorry, <laughs> I got my heavy cycle going on. It's a heavy flow day. <laughs> a heavy flow day. 
but we're gonna turn it around. <laughs> All right, let's turn and it we're around. gonna play a game. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. All right. uh, do you like how I did that? <laughs> did you like how I did that? <laughs> Real light on your sound cue, boy. I want the quote. You can't handle the quote. There we go. Wait, you, you so, uh, yeah, no, I think that's. I think you know, you gotta balance it out. You gotta have some. Uh, some. All right. Sauce with your <laughs> just go. Okay. I'm going to there's this. no good analogy. There's no good analogy. Uh, there's a food. What food combination? No, nah, never mind. A anyway, food combination that's, uh, I like uh, steak and shake you get, side you, by side shake. Your sweet and your sour together. Oh. You know, oh, like yeah. a like an amaretto sour. Yeah. Sriracha and mayo is what I heard from What's the audience. What's sriracha and mayo? The spicy they, mayo. Yeah, spicy that's on let's all pro- let's propel this. For, where's the propellant? Okay, yeah. so. Um, <laughs> This is this is the mayo to the sriracha. It's a game called You Can't Handle the Quote, uh, where we will do bad impressions of famous movie quotes, and uh, it'll be your jobs, one at a time, to guess what the movie was and what the name of the actor who delivered the line was. You get one point for each. If you get the movie, then you get a shot at naming the actor. If you don't get the actor, the other your competitor will have a chance to name the actor as well. Is there so you could get two points per round. And we're playing to however many points I feel like. Questions? <laughs> Is there a prize for this or no? Yeah. Uh, 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 a vigorous high five. Bag of wine. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a bag of wine that's hanging above my head. Do you have a straw for that bag? Yes. <laughs> just got a, a, a pin that you can poke it with. And it's and it's and not like a Francia bag of wine. It's no, an actual it is literally Ziploc a Ziploc bag of wine. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Patrick, the first quote for a potential two points. Tom, why don't you hit us with that quote? Merry Christmas, you wonderful old building alone. It's a wonderful Ka- life. Oh, no. Oh, oh negative oh, points. She stole it. Negative points. You can't steal like that. You got to take Wait, no. Patrick, no, if can... Patrick guesses right, the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Patrick so didn't Patrick, guess wrong yet. So Patrick, what, uh, what, do you think what the movie, movie is? do you think it was? It's a Wonderful Life. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Patrick, who is the who, actor? Who is the actor? Not a clue. All you right. Go, now, a you go to steal. now you can steal. Can I go to zero now? No. Jimmy Stewart. That's right. Yeah. So Ooh, it's one to one currently. I'm taking this one teamwork good ratio and this for equal distribution of, of points. <laughs> All right. Uh, for potential three points, Elizabeth, you're going to go first. Uh Mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. Mm. But a kiss can be even deadlier if you mean it. Potential three points. Two actors, one movie. Gotta name the movie first. I have no idea. You can pass? Yeah, sure. And I'll add to the impression so it's more obvious. Yeah. Yeah, right. go for it, Logan. Mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. But a kiss can be even deadlier if you mean it. Oh, my God. Oh. What I got from that is you just aged 70 years. <laughs> but I did say... Yeah, that was a clue. That was a clue. Meow. No? You want to pass? Pa- you're or guess. You can guess, too. Guess a movie. Or you can guess the actors. No, she no, you gotta get the movie first. Oh well, whatever with your rules. <laughs> All right, Patrick. Patrick. So, given the cat meow, I'm gonna say Batman. Wait, well, keep going. Which Batman? We, 
Yeah. Ooh. The Dark Knight? No. 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 I, have no I, I have no idea. It's Batman Returns. Batman, Batman, Batman Returns. Returns. That means oh, it's... Oh, with the... With Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer, who I'm sorry, Mr. Kitty, like Mr. Kitty, I feel <laughs> so much yummer right now. Yummier okay. right now. Michelle All right. Pfeiffer's my favorite. It's one-one. Still, we move on to the next quote from Tom for a potential two points. Patrick, you get to guess first. Okay. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. You might want to take your earplugs out if you're listening to this, or get them slightly away from you. <laughs> you might want to back off the microphone. Yeah. You're gonna, yeah. Okay. Santa. Oh my God, Santa here! I know him. I know him. Oh, that's easy. Elf. Yeah. Elf for one good. point, and the actor Will Ferrell. Yes. Two points swept the round. Patrick leads three to one. All right. Next quote, Elizabeth. Guess first. <clears throat> you get firsts. First. First. <laughs> I'm not a pervert. I was just looking for Turbo Man doll. Okay. Can I go? Yeah. yeah. Jingle all the way. Yeah, <laughs> for one point, and the actor. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. All right. Oh, they're taking it That's easy a tie on us because game you were now. so bad for the first two. Two points for that. Well, first, three to the three. One. Uh, next quote for Patrick first. Nick? And when Alexander saw the breadth of his domain, he wept, for there were no more worlds to conquer. I like that delivery. That was even slower than the original, I think. It was. <laughs> Slightly. I'm gonna. I, everyone else in the room is kind of like, I know this and I don't. So. Maybe. These are tough. Okay. Hint Christmas movie. Still no, it no. might not be as. If you don't know the it, The Grinch? A horrible hint. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> if you know it. Uh, with a, a chance hint. to steal for two points, Elizabeth, what movie do you think that was? Yeah, sure. Um, and when Alexander saw the breadth of his domain, he wept, for there were no more worlds to conquer. Christmas movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you don't think, since you don't know it, you don't think it's a Christmas movie. You don't think it's Action a Christmas movie. Action Christmas. Oh, okay, that's enough clues. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. <gasps> Wait, it's a, oh. Uh, oh. Yeah, Patrick, you could steal again. And in five, four, three, time constraints hurt people. Time constraints. Nick, what was it? It's Die Hard. Die Hard. Oh. Alan Rickman. Like, the when late you said, Alan Rickman. Yeah, I when you said like Christmas justice. movie that's not a Christmas movie, I said, I'm like, I just thought of the Friends episode and I can't, couldn't think of the actual movie. <laughs> what Friends episode? Where they talk about how Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Oh, oh, yeah, so oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But Bruce Willis is a so character a in Friends. Yes. Oh, that's confusing. Oh, the plot thickens. Who's... And the Matrix. <laughs> He's in the Matrix. No, I mean He's like, I mean like, it's like the Matrix where everything is connected. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. Sorry. Okay. All right, it Elizabeth. Is. For a potential two <laughs> points, you're going first with this quote: "In the heat of battle, my father wove a tapestry of obscenity that, as far as we know, is still hanging in space over Lake Michigan." <laughs> I have no idea. Is it okay? Christmas movies. Yeah. Over Lake Michigan. You got the first word right. Tapestry of obscenity. <laughs> <laughs> See, I probably should know this. I'm just going to take a while. Is it Christmas Story? I yeah. It is Christmas Story. You got one point there. There's no way in hell you're getting the actor, but go ahead, try. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Gene Shepard. 
Uh, you do not have to name the name of the snake actors, just the human actor. Well, they uh, really okay, okay. Uh, pass. Oh, Christmas movie. Pass. <laughs> Elizabeth? I, I don't want to ask you to do that again. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very glad you don't. <laughs> yeah, ready? One, two, three. Erna saves Christmas. <laughs> I was going to... Uh, Joe, did you know? No. Okay. No. Yeah, I saw I saw John. Ernest the saves Christmas. Oh, Do you know the actor? It's Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest is not the actor's name; it's the character's name. No, Jim Varney. Okay. Yeah. Also deceased. What yeah. I don't that? know who that is. All right, you know, we got. Jim, he was the voice of Wiener Dog in Toy Story. Two more. We two got more. two more with Elizabeth Story, and really Jed Clampett in the Beverly Hillbillies movie, yeah. the 1990s Ooh. movie. Elizabeth currently in the lead, four to three. You going first. Uh, there are two more uh, potential uh, questions here. So, Elizabeth, why my sweet little tot, the fake Santa Claus lied. There's a light on this tree that won't light on one side, so I'm taking it home to my workshop, my dear. I'll fix it up there, and then I'll bring it back here. The Grinch Who Stole Christmas? Yes, and the actor? Jim Carrey. No. Oh, it was at the. Doesn't oh. deliver it that way. It's the same line, Patrick, though. Patrick has a chance to get a point here. Confusing. I don't know who the old actor, uh, the actor in the first movie oh. was in the cartoon movie. Double pass, Boris Karloff. Well, this is interesting because Patrick, ah, you've got three Karloff. points. Elizabeth, you have five points. Mm -hmm. There's one left, but it's a potential three points for a potential tie, S or no, for a win, for a win for Patrick. That's how math works. Uh, wait, who, whose turn is it? Is it Patrick's, Patrick's turn? turn? Patrick's turn. Patrick's turn to go first. Ready? Sure. <laughs> Confident. All right. What's so funny? What are you laughing at? You did it again, didn't you? Yeah. You left the water running. What's wrong with you? Why do you do that? I told you not to do it. Harry, it's our calling card. Calling card. All the great ones leave their mark. We're the wet bandits. You're sick. You know that? You're really sick. My favorite. Come on! Patrick. Oh, Home Alone. Wait, what's oh, one Home Alone. One yes. point there. Ooh. But can you guess the two actors? I cannot. <gasps> a pass? A pass. Oh, I wish I knew his name. Oh. You have to know at least one of them. Oh. You got one. You got oh, one. no, I know his name. Oh. There's two actors. I'll count to help you relax. Five, four. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Why can't I think of his name? Three, two, one. Joe Pesci. Joe and Pesci. Daniel Stern. But yeah. you know what? You won anyway because you were yes, a point you ahead. Did. You just won. Oh, you can't I handle the quote. The quote. <laughs> yeah. Special thanks to our wonderful guest Elizabeth Hatton. Hey! 
wait for episode 222, which will be coming out soon, featuring the brethren of Tom Lalonde, Joe Lalonde. Tune in and please visit www.awesomemonster.com for more info on future projects, social media links, and all the things that make life merry. AWSM Radio. We clapped for you last time, both of you two. So. And now a song from Elizabeth Hatton, even though she is very, very sick. So the title of this song is um, How to Be Human. And it was, you don't have to include the monologue, by the way. But <laughs> but I wrote this after just witnessing some things. And um, I think it's actually really appropriate for tonight. I was thinking of doing a different one. But um, yeah, so that's, that's the song. Blessed with it 
Ignorance is bliss only till you witness reality. Then you're left wondering how this is reality. And how can we keep living this way? Seeing the other side of naivete. Thanks.